0: بسم الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على الأشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وتسليم كثيرا أما بعد <تصفيق> الحمد لله الحمد لله We have reached the next part of the explanation of Falafatul Usul and it's surrounding the final part in the discussion of the Maratib, the levels of Islam. And this is the (coughs) to Thalitha, the third level, which is al Al-Ihsan, and it's Rukun Wahid and it's one pillar. And so thus, Ihsan is one pillar that you worship Allah as if you see Him. Indeed, you don't see Him, but He, subhanahu wa ta'ala, sees you. And so, as opposed to Islam and Iman, Ihsan is made up of one pillar. Islam and Iman are made up of multiple pillars. So, Islam is made up of five pillars. Iman made up of six, but however, uh, Ihsan is made up of the one. And so, a Sheikh, Zayd Rahimahullah, he mentioned that this is the affair of I- uh, Ihsan. And the modul, the topic is one of Ihsan. In terms of his ta'rif, his definition, يمشى هو ما كان شرعًا وأقلاً, لأنه أحب الله في and so the of his son, in its definition is a فعل which is Hassan, an action which is good and is acceptable and good, Shar'an wa Aqlan. So, the two. It's acceptable and upright and good in terms of the Sharia and in terms of the Aql, in terms of the intellect. We mentioned previously the affair of a ta'arud bain al Aql wa yani, the affair of there being any discrepancy or contradiction between the Aql, the intellect, and the Naql, the the, the text that have been transmitted. And it doesn't occur. It doesn't occur. And it doesn't occur, and if you do find a Ta'arud, then it is indicative of what? What does that mean? If there isn't some degree of contradiction between the intellect and illness in the heart if it's illness in the heart then it leads to what then? Shaq Naam but if you are talking about the the intellect specifically if illness in the heart what can it lead to in terms of the intellect? Naam (laughs) Naam no doubt (laughs) Shahad Shubuhat Naam we are talking about the intellect though remember? (laughs) Naqs so deficiency in the intellect so if a person has a deficiency in intellect. It may be deficiency in their intellect generally anyway. It could be caused by something that they've done. Or as we mentioned as well, it could be caused by يعني, an illness within their own selves, يعني, a qalbi. And so that leads to deficiency in intellect. To the extent where you find that Ahlul Bidah, as mentioned by Baba Hari, that the Bid'a, the innovations, will begin at something small. And they grow bigger and bigger and bigger. Just as they grow bigger as well, Barakallahu feekum, as is mentioned by Salman Ahlul Ilm, the Salaf, they would mention that the bid'ah, the innovations will become more or less and less attracted to the intellect and acceptable to the intellect. And you find this, the sound intellect does not accept that an individual spins around in circles singing and dancing as ibadah. The intellect doesn't accept that. Naam. However, their affair began, right, the Sophia. their affair began with something small, basit. It began as an affair of, ya'ani, them having humility. And humility is something which is praiseworthy. And so, when it comes to the bid'ah the innovations, it appears as something which is a right, fair seeming and comparable to the haqq. And comparable as well and acceptable essentially to a sound intellect. And so thus with that, you say if there is this ta'arud, this uh, deficiency or this dispute or this contradiction between the intellect and the text, then the first thing it may indicate is that there is a deficiency in the intellect. There's a deficiency in the intellect. What can it also indicate? It is a, if there is this particular, yeah, any contradiction. Misunderstand it? Because can a deficiency of intellect. It's so simple, staring you in the face. If you say there's a deficiency in the text, the text is The authentic. There's a deficiency in the text. I is not a text, which is from the it's not a text from the Quran or the Sunnah. And so a person finds that is not, not accepting it. Why? Because there's a, there's a deficiency in that. The text itself is not authentic. Hence why you find from the muhadifeen they mention from the, the indications of a hadith being mudur, and The indication of a hadith being fabricated is where they have... An action where it's an Amal al will be Where a person has a small action with a large amount of reward. So for example, they will say if you walk into the into this place with your right foot, you get one million rewards times one million, my fellow. You find this in the books of uh, the Tabli Tabliq. my fellow. Where they have actions which are small and, and exaggerated rewards for it. And so the intellect is something which the intellect comes to question. Now, So, as going back to the topic of the day, then it's referring to Ihsan, yeah, the affair of Ihsan. And that Ihsan is an actual Hassan, an action which is done in good, which is accepted by the Sharia and the intellect. And thus, Allah Ta'ala loves those that are the most And now nah, as I mentioned, Allah Ta'ala loves those that are upright and upon the Allah Ta'ala mentioned, In Allah Indeed Allah loves those that are the Mustine. For indeed ihsan is khair, in, in Ashram Issaan is khair in of itself, in Ashram Issaan is khair in of itself, and it's the opposite of Al-Isa'a, yeah, and it's doing evil, and performing evil, which Allah Ta'ala dislikes, and Sheikh and Shaykh Obeid, Rahimahullah, he describes Issaan as being of three types. Actually, there's this word of ihsan being you know, of three types. He mentions that ihsan al-abd fima'amalollaha bihi wa naha'an. And so the first of this ihsan is the ihsan of the servant in what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded with or prohibited. And so his ihsan, when it comes to the commands, is that he does them. And his ihsan, when it comes to the prohibitions, is that he, he avoids them, stays away from them. The second is ihsan, ihsan al-abd ila nafsihi. Ya'ani, the ihsan of the servant with his own self. Ya'ani has a to nafs. He strives against his nafs. Naam. In order. To make that nafs, his own self, upright and in a manner which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with and loves. And to leave off the things that earn the displeasure of Allah. And this is Ihsan with the abd of his own self. And the nafs is of, you do know how many types there are of the nafs. Three types. The first is, something before that. The amara bisu. So the first type of the nafs is the Amarabi right, The one that inclines towards the evil. And that's the Asl of the nafs. Right, that's its original state. They were inclined towards evil. So thus, if the person does not have a sign towards the nafs, meaning that he leaves it, he leaves the nafs. He doesn't train the nafs, he doesn't strive against the nafs. Naam, if the person has, does not have a sign towards the nafs, and he leaves it in that regard, then what does that lead to? It's going to go to that which he inclines towards, which is the evil. <laughs> then you have the second time, which is the what? <laughs> the, lafs, the nafs in the lawama. The nafs in lawama. The self-reproaching nafs. Right, so it's a nafs that may fall into evil, but then it has that self-reflection, the individual has that self-reflection which causes them to make Tawbat al to make sincere, yani repentance. And then you had the third, which is, the Nafs al-Mutma'inna. The Nafs al-Mutma'inna. The Nafs al-Mutma'inna, which is the Nafs, which is upon tranquility. This is the Nafs. Which is satisfied in that which is upon. Why? Because it's it, it's been trained and it's been strove. The person strove to the extent that their nafs is upon istikhamah. It's upon that which is mustaqim. However, all of these things, all of this affair of majahada, tahtaj naam ila ihsan. That the person must have ihsan ila nafsihi. And yeah, he has a ihsan to his own self. Then the third type of ihsan is ihsan al abd ila ghayrihi. And so the third is that the person has an ihsan towards other than himself. And so he gives everyone. When their due rights. He gives every individual their due rights. As so all of this is inclusive of Ihsan. the one that is regarded as being a the Muslim, then it's all inclusive of Ihsan. As Allah Ta'ala mentioned in relation to Ihsan as well, Indeed, Allah Ta'ala is with the ones who fear, fear Him, have taqwa of Him, and that they are the individuals that are the muhsinun that here this affair of taqwa. And likewise, as mentioned earlier, Allah Ta'ala mentions, Indeed, Allah Ta'ala loves. Those that are the most He loves those that are here, this affair of Ihsan. And so when Allah Ta'ala informs us of a particular action or a particular sifa, now description, that is a means and a reason for a person to be upon that description, or Allah informs us of the love for a particular يعني, description, then this this, uh, this, action of him informing us, about the is really his command towards us as his servants to be upon that. If he's informing us that he loves the muttaqeen, no doubt this is a command to be upon taqwa. If he informs us, wa ta'ala, that he loves the muhsinin. This is a command to be upon Ihsan. And so, within this is that particular command. There is Ihsan as well. The Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, described it in the, the hadith of Jibreel. Where he mentioned that, The Ihsan, The Ihsan, is to worship Allah as if you see Him. But indeed you don't see Him, but He sees you. So whilst Ihsan is made up of one pillar, (coughs) the statement of the Messenger of Allah, is indicative of the fact that Ihsan is made up of more than one level, but rather is made up of two levels. It's made up of two levels. And Sheikh Hafra Hakami He described it Yeah, as the following. So you have the Maqam al awal and the Maqam al-Thani. So you have the first placing and then you have the second placing. The first place in relation to as is when it was mentioned individual and that you worship Allah as if you see him Are you worship Allah as if you see him and so this is what refers referred to as the maqam mushahada, mashahada the status of or the state of mashahada as if you are witnessing and watching and seeing and this is when يعمل العبد على مقتضى مشاهدته على مقتضى مشاهدته لله And so this is in the manner in which the servant he acts upon what is required and what naturally would come if he was to see his Lord and so The first of that is in relation to his qalb, his heart. How his heart would be if he was to see his Lord. I worship Allah as if he sees his Lord. How is the state of his heart? I, his heart is illuminated with the light of Iman. So just as a person, if a person was to witness and see his Lord, to Ta'ala no doubt this would cause him to worship his Lord Ta'ala in a particular manner and upon his he might be in a particular manner. Then you have the Maqam al at the second standing on the second level and he refers to this as the Maqam Al-Ikhlas are the status, the standing of ikhlas, and yani the sincerity. So the first is that you worship that you Allah as if you see Him. It's maqam mushahada. You worship Allah as if you see Him. That's, that see him. That's the nature of your ibadah. Then you have the muqam athani, the second, which is the muqam ikhlas. Fi inlamtukum tarahu fi inhu irah. And although you do not see him, he sees you. I that you worship Allah with that knowledge. That Allah Ta'ala is watching you. And al hafid or half the Hakami, he mentions, and so it's the action of the servant whilst knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching him. And the manner in which he acts, he acts whilst knowing Allah Ta'ala is watching him. And is well aware of that which he does. And is well aware of the qurb, the closeness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And due to the fact that Allah ta'ala is well aware of what He does. And no doubt this cannot occur except with ikhlas. This cannot occur except with ikhlas. And so this is why half the hakami refers to it as the maqam al ikhlas. I, that, that point in relation to ikhlas. Why? Because a person cannot worship Allah. Na'am, and whilst he's aware Allah is watching him. Except that this is, this is something which is dalalatan ala ikhlasi, something which is indicative of his ikhlas. If a person forgets that Allah Ta'ala is watching him or he's not aware of what he does. Na'am, and he does an action of ibadah. He does an action of ibadah. When he forgets the affair of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala's hukuk, his rights, or he forgets the states of Allah Ta'ala, this allows for anything to enter within that action from shirk. So and whether it be shirk al-Akbar or Asma, whether it be major shirk or whether it be minor shirk. Why? Because this individual has left off, yeah, what we say is awareness of his lord subhanahu wa ta'ala and so whilst we say that these are, these are this affair of Ihsan uh, is one, one uh, pillar is made up of these two levels the first level being that you worship Allah if you see him the second being that you do not see him but you are well aware of the maraqaba of Allah that Allah ta'ala watches over him and so this second as well is in need of ikhlas or the second cannot occur except with ikhlas, with says sincerity. Allah Ta'ala knows best. Thereafter, Sheikh Zaid he mentions that ikhlas or ihsan occurs within akida, Either aqida that his akida is that he directs his actions. either right? The person doing the action, directs his actions. And so from his Akheedah and Ihsan in Akheedah is that the person directs this Ibadah and directs their actions. And ibadah is not only yeah, the fi'l action. as mentioned here by Sheikh Zayn. The Sheikh mentions the fi'l. But also the Sheikh mentions the tarq as well. Leaving off something. For indeed a person may leave off something. as an action of ibadah. Because you leave something with Allah. And so the Sheikh mentions here. The person, leave, the person does something. Or he leaves something. Or his desire for something. Or he has fear for something. All for Allah. From all the forms of Ibadah. It's only for Allah Ta'ala. Likewise, he mentions from the affair of Ihsan and Aqeedah, is al itiraf bi-uruhiyyati Allah bi la tu'bad al-khaliqa illa iya wa la tasta'in illa bihi And so, he goes on to mention he goes on to mention الله, that from ihsan and naqeedah is the person that acknowledges the uluhiya of Allah. That Allah Ta'ala is alone and the only one deserving of worship. And that there's nothing that is worship except for him. There's no worship that can be done except for him. And no one should seek aid except with him. Tabarakwa ta'ala. Bell, Tufridu, Bikul ibadah, ma'ali, wabadaniya, zahira wa baatina. Zahira wa baatina. And thus, rather, you single him out alone, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in all forms of ibadah. Whether it be the ibadah of your wealth, whether it be the ibadah of your body, the ibadah which is, a, which is apparent, or the ibadah which is hidden. All of it is done lillah Thereafter, the Sheikh, he mentions that ibadah is consistent and needs to be, or needs to have two pillars fulfilled. I am within the Ibadah and there's two things that need to be fulfilled. The first of them is Al-Hub. Al-Hub Azza wa Jal. So the first is that the person must have love for Allah Azza wa Jal. And it's a love which is, it's a love which is in accordance with the Sharia. When we mention that this hublillah and his love, which is in accordance with the Sharia, then no doubt we're referring to the love which is for Allah Ta'ala alone, and He's singled out alone in terms of that, in terms of mahabbah, and that they do not place any rivals along with Allah in terms of mahabbah, that love. as we mentioned previously, the speech of Imam Sa'adi, in relation to the love of Allah. And he mentions Aqsa, he mentions Imam Allah, particular, uh, particular categories in relation to the love of Allah. The first category he mentions is loving Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, alone. And the muhabba of Allah, living, loving Allah. And this is no doubt love which is Sharia. And he mentions that this is the asas or usul of Tawheed. That this is the basis for the Tawheed of the servant. Thereafter he mentions, barakallahu feekum, al-muhabba, ya'ani the love for the sake of Allah. And this muhabba, this love for the sake of Allah, is the love which follows on from the first. And it's a completion a perfection of the first. يعني, meaning, that a person cannot truly love Allah in a complete manner, Except that he loves that which Allah loves. And he loves for the sake of Allah. Again, this is Mahabba Shari'iyya. This is love in relation to the Shari'a. Then you have the third. mentioned by Imam al Sa'di. Which is Al Muhabba ma'allah. Which is loving along with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That a person loves along with Allah. And the Sa'adi, he mentions that this is the asas of shirk. This is the basis for shirk. And of course, this is not the mahabba which is referred to as mahabba sharia. This is not the mahabba which refers to mahabba sharia. So thus, the first pillars we mentioned in terms of ibadah, going back to that, is that the ibadah must be, or the, the first thing is that there must be, muhabba, love, yani Love which is in accordance with the sharia. Love which is legislated. The second, the thani, is in relation to al is in relation to the humility, in relation to Allah Ta'ala. And the Allah Ta'ala is deserving of that particular humility. And this is what occurs in relation to the person that worships Allah Ta'ala is that they have this humility. And that they worship Allah Ta'ala based upon them. And so these are the two pillars by the colour people. Opposed, and this is the manner in which Ahlul Sunnati waljama'a worship. In opposition to the way of the Khawarij al-Mu'tezilah. I the Mu'tazila, al as Sheikh Zaid mentioned, and the hum Yaron and a Manmat, Wahua Murtakab Kabira, يَكُونَ يَوْمَ فِي They believe that an individual that dies whilst falling into a major sin even if he's a person, even if he's a person of Tawheed then he will be from those on يوم القيامة that will be in the hellfire for eternity and these are the individuals that worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon fear. And that which leads them to the ibadah is fear. And no doubt, al khawf who are min ibadah, yani from ibadah. However, what sets aside the khawaris from Ahlul Sunnah is that they fell into they fell into this khauf with ghuloo. They were extreme in that fear. So it wasn't just any form of fear, but it was an extreme form of fear. Likewise, from Ihsan and Akhidah, as mentioned by Sheikh Zaid as well, is al Is that the Rububiya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is affirmed and acknowledged. Wahadul Nawumina Tawhih the Qurrabi al-Mushrikun. And this form of tawheed, yani Rububiya, the Mushrikun affirmed it as well. The Mushrikun affirmed the Rububiyyah of Allah. Now however you find that there are, there are those that oppose this affair Rububiya. But on the evil of individuals, the people of Ilhad. The people of Ilhad, the people of atheism. And the and the, the creed of those that subscribe to that affair of atheism and the likes of that. And so thus, what we say in relation to that is that no doubt, it's from Islam. And so thus, it's a requirement. That we affirm the rububiyah of Allah, the Lordship of Allah. We affirm the af'al of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we talk about the al-Rububiyyah, uh, we're talking about his af'al, his actions. We're talking about he, the fact that he's the khalik, the creator, the sustainer, the one that disposes of the affairs of the creation, the Muhi the mumit, the one that gives life, the one that brings about death. And so within all of these things, then there's mention of ihsan, no doubt. And to believe in this is from Iksan. However, what we say in relation to this affair of Rububiyah is that it is not sufficient. Hence why they have the mention here by the Sheikh that this is the Atikad, this is the creed. This is the belief and the creed of those individuals that disbelieve in the Mushrikeen. That they will affirm the Prophet of Allah. But this is not sufficient for them to enter amongst the Muslims, to be amongst the Muslims. And it's a Likewise, as well, from Ihsan in Aqidah is Iman, Allah wa Asmaihi, Al Husna, Wa Sifati, Al Unna. And so, from this affair of Ihsan, as well, Barakalafiku, is that the individual has true belief and faith in relation to the names and the beautiful names and the lofty attributes of Allah Ta'ala in a manner that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala is pleased with and when we mention that in a manner in which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with then it means that it's the manner in which Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah affirm and believe the names and attributes they affirm and they believe that it is are based upon the qa'idah, as mentioned in the ayah, Based upon the ayah, and the ayah itself is a qa'idah. The ayah itself is a principle. There is nothing like unto him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he, as jal is the all hearing, all seeing. And so we affirm these names and attributes, just as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has affirmed them for himself within these ayat and upon the tongue of his Messenger. Wa and so we do not seek to distort them, nor do we seek to change them, nor do we seek to liken these attributes to the creation, nor do we seek to compare them to the creation, nor do we ask. No, do you ask how these attributes have come about? Rather, we affirm them just as they've been affirmed. And any of those actions in relation to ta'atil, ta'rif, ta'weel, ta'weel, ta'qif, tamthil, all of these, in relation to any of these things, then what you find. What you find, by the color of Feequh, is that these all of these things oppose that principle and oppose the manner of Ahlul Sunnati wa when it comes to these asma wa Sifat. And affirming these names and attributes as they have been affirmed and as they have been revealed is a manner in of itself which is Ihsan. And all of these things that occur and all of these things that can be regarded as being ihsan within the aqida and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best bi'inni Allah uh, we conclude here for just due to time constraints and insha'Allah in our next lesson we seek to conclude uh, the discussion about ihsan as well as the mentioned by Sheikh al-Islam Muhammad Abdul Wahab relation to ihsan uh والله أعلم ساكم الله وبارك الله فيكم وصلى الله وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وسلم نعم فضل.